What's happening, Wannabe Nation? Now, if you're listening for the first time and wondering, what the heck is a wannabe? Well, here it is. It's you. It's me. And we all share a common space. You know that space between who you are and who you want to be? Well, that's the wannabe space. And it's within that space that we talk about all things life, love, people, hard topics, deep topics, funny topics, and most importantly, Jesus. Because who doesn't want to be more like Jesus? And as you will find, it really just takes a little bit of curiosity and time to get started. So, whether you're driving in your car, walking the dog, or sitting down on the couch with your favorite cup of coffee, know this. We truly believe it's no accident that you're here. And if you like where the conversation goes, we would love it if you did two things. Subscribe and share. Subscribe so that you get the latest episodes available with a simple click, and then share. Share it with someone you know who would love to be a part of Wannabe Nation. A space where you can simply sit and chat about what it means to finally be who you were created to be. So welcome, friend. We're so glad you're joining us today. Good morning, Sarah. Buenos dias, Scott. Okay. It's one of those days. Oh, you're so <laughs> charged already. Good heavens to uh, Betsy. Sarah. Yeah. We're going to talk about a topic that is like in your wheelhouse today. Ooh. All right. Okay. Like, gonna, like easy for me in my wheelhouse? Yes, because it's like the essence of Sarah. Yeah. Okay. The effervescence of Sarah. The effervescence. <laughs> Isn't that like the bubbly stuff in a I don't know. soft drink? Is it? <laughs> the is effervescence. That, is that what that is? Yeah. Or I'm thinking like Alka-Seltzer <laughs> when you drop the tablet in. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. It's, oh, what a relief it is. That's the effervescence. <laughs> oh. Then maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Uh, um, we're going to talk about being, I want to be alone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can be down for that. I know you can. Mm-hmm. Because... Because it the, does make me feel bubbly inside, so oh, maybe okay. effervescence is a good word. <laughs> it does something different in me. Uh. <laughs> so I'm I'm listening to this podcast that's three years old now, almost two and a half years old, mm-hmm. and it's by our dear friends. Well, dear friend John Mark Comer and Jeff. I think it's Jeff Blith Bithke. Yeah, yeah, Bethke. Yeah, is and this the the fight, hustle, and hurry podcast? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And so I'm in episode four, mm-hmm. and you know it's talking about silence and solitude. Okay, and uh, it's really good. And and I know that we just got done talking about a lot of these in Jin, oh, yeah, a couple months ago here. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about silence and solitude, like, well, okay, so John Mark Comer admitted that he's a uh, introvert. And I'm just like, why, why, what is it with all these <laughs> introverts that are surrounding me right now? Uh, you, but he said something that, uh, that hit, uh, that struck some, he struck a chord and it was something along the lines of, um, I'm going to go through a couple things. So silence and solitude. Silence is, no, sorry. Silence and solitude is an opportunity to not just quiet the external noise, mm-hmm. but also quiet the internal noise. Right. And he said, this was this is the thing that struck me, and I want to unpack what this does mm-hmm. for you. He's like, I typically look forward to these. I do it. It's a regular rhythm of mine. It's like a one, one, one. So he like does uh, uh, an hour of it a day, uh, and then one day he does... Um, I don't remember what the second one is. And then there's like, oh, I think he does a, a day of it. And then there's one time a year he goes 
and he does like a weekend or a week of it. Mm-hmm. Just so like one hour a day, one day a month, I think one so. week a year maybe or something. That's what it is. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But he said he's this is the introvert in him saying, I was looking so forward to it, and then I got there, and for 24 hours, all I could think about was I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. I got to get there. I got to get back. I got to go back to the house. I got to go back to the house. Interesting. And he said it was light and he's like it was so healthy for me to sit in that he's like i didn't read because mm-hmm. he's like it i shut off all inputs mm-hmm. all inputs no no reading no nothing and he's just like it was almost like my soul was um and my nervous system was just finally allowing <laughs> all of the stuff that i had kept underneath me mm-hmm. and below the surface to just bubble up yeah and so it was almost like he was like effervescent. Effervescent. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yes, yeah, I'm so proud of myself. I did you know did you were doing that? No. <laughs> but when it happened, I, I said, oh, that's good. That is good. I'm impressed. Thank you. But I was I was floored. Um, that, anou- that, that picture of, I mean, it's almost like his soul was off-gassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like a detox. Yes. Like, uh-huh. oh, well, that's probably a much better way of saying it oh, than no. me. Oh, no. No, yeah. But he's, and then after that, he said things were just great. He's like, but our, we have no idea how much our souls need to off-gas. Yeah. And so I was just like, well, I'm going to talk to the person who likes to off-gas by herself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that could be taken the wrong way. Everybody needs to be alone when they off-gas. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Nobody wants to be around for that. This is great. <laughs> Nate is dying yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the introverts of the world can relate to the, you know, I just want to be alone. I just want to be alone. I got to get out of here. When you feel, you know, overwhelmed by people, noise, space, whatever. The the thing that Comer is then getting to is what do we do with that lonely, not lonely, alone space, that yeah. solitude. Because that has a potential to be beneficial or not, right? So part of my solitude is like, I just love to read. I mean, we've talked about that, right? Yep. I just love to read books. That's not necessarily going to allow my soul to detox or off gas. Right, because you still have an input going in. Right. What that's allowing me to do is like wind my brain down, probably bring my heart rate down and just like <laughs> relax mm. to some degree, like a physical sense of whatever. So one thing I've been exploring is just like, what does it mean in that solitude, in that silence to be very intentional about just getting still and quiet, not just on the outside, like you're saying, but on the inside too. Talk um, more about that. Yeah. So I think that that's harder. I think that's hard for a lot of people, right? I don't know. I Tell me for you, what is it about being alone that does not call to you? (laughs) (laughs) If I can say it like that. I'm trying to think of how to even begin. Because I hear this siren call of come get away, come get away. Like I feel that constantly. So what is it for you that's like, never. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly what it's like. Never. Never shall you know. Um, What is it like? I don't. Wow. Why'd you have to ask such a hard question? Well, think about it for a minute and then let me tell you. From Say my... it again. Ask the question again so I can think about it again. So an introvert feels the desire and the longing to get away and yeah. be alone. As an extrovert, an extreme extrovert, you never have no, that feeling uh, no. naturally. I, no, not naturally. So I want to know, like, what is it about being alone that 
Oh, that that brings out that brings feeling out of alarm? like run, <laughs> run. Okay, okay, that's good. All right. So okay. that's what I want to know. Okay. So you think about that for a moment. So what okay. I I want to say is like I think that even for introverts, when we get to that solitude, it's not necessarily because we want to deal with ourselves. It's that we just oh. don't want to deal with others. Oh, does that make sense? Oh, so wow. it's the others that are difficult which makes us want to be alone, but that doesn't mean we want to get alone just to like work through our own things and, and allow for, you know, silent space for God to talk to us. It's that we just don't want to deal with others. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm wondering if on the flip side, you want to, you want to be with oh, others, I totally want to be with others, but do you also yeah, not, do I, do I not want to be alone with myself? Do you also not want to like deal with yourself? And so you're just with others. You mm. want to deal with the others. You don't necessarily want to deal with yourself. I don't want to deal with others and I don't necessarily want to be with myself. <laughs> All along, I thought you were ahead of me, but maybe that's not the case. No, no. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think that, I think that I have a slight advantage in that I'm okay with you alone. Do. Yep. But I'm wondering if we're all struggling with the. Uh, yeah, like I'm trying to think of like, am I, af- what am I? I don't think I'm afraid of. I, I, I'm afraid of, I'd just be bored. Yeah. Yeah. See, knowing you, I think that you're totally okay with dealing with yourself. I totally, you're yes. all about crawling all around in oh. the inside <laughs> of you and getting into the, the weird spaces, you mystic. I just don't understand how you do that and keep up a pace with so many other people. I don't either. I don't either. But I'm still trying. Like, hmm, hmm. Yeah. That's a really thought-provoking question. Because when you're, you know, chair time, when you're alone with God, and you know, you and God write letters to each other. And we do. Stuff, and <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you do a lot of good work in alone time. I do. But I've never. Mm. So maybe you're more intentional about alone time. Than, I, than I'm letting on. Yeah, or that I am or other introverts are. Maybe it's not the... I think it's the longer duration. Okay. What do you mean? Like the idea of getting away alone for a week freaks you out? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I double dog dare you. No, 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 no. Ah, you have to go somewhere where there's no cell service. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Yeah something's drawing me out. Something's drawing me to that. Like it's just been circling my, I mean, my world. Maybe it's Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who agreed to do this? <laughs> Listen, I mean, here's the thing. We both probably been like listening and reading too much. John Mark Comer. Not that there is such a thing, right. but like he's, yeah. he's deep into this journey of spiritual formation practices. Yeah. I think. I think that the calling and the invitation from Jesus into deeper waters in all of these practices Mm -hmm. is on your heart and mine. Mm -hmm. Something we're thinking on, chewing on, processing. Mm -hmm. And it's so fascinating because you are hearing him say, I want you to come away, get alone with me, right? And I'm going, how does he want me to do these with others? (laughs) 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 And both of us are like, no! Can I just sit with somebody? <laughs> and I don't want to be with anybody. That's I'm hilarious. totally cool. I want the week away by myself. Oh. And I'll let you have the figuring out how we do this. Which means that there's something there waiting for us. Exactly. Because it's 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 a it's calling us outside of our 
instinct yes. it's calling us outside of even our personality and i yeah. think god gives us personality and instinct for a reason but i don't think that he boxes us in yeah i think that there's a there's always a, a calling for more and deeper if we trust him so then I heard my head goes to, okay, which means that I have to be intentional with getting that on the calendar. Right. And oh, yeah. All the things that, and I could just be like, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just too busy. Yeah. It's a tough season right now. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Because we're never just going to stumble into Heck no. more and deeper. No, not, especially with something like that. And the thing is, is that I know that. I can't just like, okay, I put it on the calendar and then I, and it comes to that day and I'm like, okay, here we am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ready to go. Like ready to go. Yeah. And, oh, that's good. <clears throat> and that's not, that's, that it won't, it won't, yeah. no. Well, and I wonder if that's, if, if John Mark Comer's onto something when he's saying that he does an hour a day and that mm -hmm. probably helps him be ready for the day a week. Yeah. And that probably really helps him be ready for the week of it. In the year. year. Yeah. It reminds me of our good friend, Jim, our mm. pastor friend, Jim, mm. who talks about like uh, marriage and spouses. He's a fantastic mentor for that. But he oh, talks about yeah. that you need to dialogue daily yep. and then date, date weekly, weekly and then depart monthly. Yeah. And it's really hard to date weekly if you're not dialoguing daily. And it's really hard to depart monthly if you're not dating weekly. Right. There's like this this progression of preparation to yeah. do those deeper things. Yeah. Yeah, because I've told I've told Nate, I'm like, we arrive at date night. I can't go from zero to oh baby, like <laughs> <laughs> from the <laughs> from the time we leave the house to get to the restaurant. Like <laughs> that's fantastic. Like I need. Wait, you mean you don't just show up uh, ready to go, all dressed to the nine, and look at Nate and, and have be like, deep oh, romantic baby. conversation? No, like I, yeah, it, it takes me a lot longer <laughs> to like work up to that. And I think it's the same with, I'm sorry, I just derailed you. You did. <laughs> Probably everyone listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But I have said that to him, so he knows. But Oh, gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, but there's more intentionality and preparation needed before you get that's to the so big, that's big so thing. That's so true. So, like, sorry, I'm talking a lot. Your heart is I feeling. Asked, I asked you all Yeah, this. your heart's feeling drawn to, like, this this week away kind of thing. It might be well, shocking. Let's not say a week away. Okay, let's, weekend. Let's start smaller. Weekend. I can't just walk in the guy and be like, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. <laughs> right. It'd be a shock to your system. And after 24 hours, you'll be wigging out. Oh, it would. Yes. Yeah. So I think the calling to that distant place starts with the steps of preparation. Yeah, that's really. Right. That's Yeah, that's really. Yeah, but I would. I would need. Yes. Because I'm doing the daily. Yeah. I just I just need to go from like the daily to like even make a day of it. Yeah. Heather and I have talked about this and she's going to listen to this. She's like, so when are you going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I've been hearing this. You've been talking about it for a while. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you done a day? Like a f you have. Mm-hmm. You have. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, prior to marriage, it was. Always. I always had large chunks of time um, and did do a lot of really good work with the Lord. And then since having kids, it's not really practical for when my kids are little to go away for a week. Like yeah. as a mom, that's hard. Right. Um, so I have regularly tried to pull away for one, two, three days each year. And those 
started out of like desperation. Like I was, I was that deer panting, yeah, <laughs> needing water kind of thing. And thankfully, Nate is super gracious and totally willing. Um, and sometimes he calls it out in me, and he's just like, "Hey, do you need some time? Do you need some space? Like, is this like a you need a bath, or is this a you need to <laughs> you need to go off go gas. away? <laughs> yeah." Um, what my challenge then is to recognize it for myself and I like schedule it, plan it. And so it's not always something done out of desperation. It's Mm. just something done out of like a healthy rhythm. Mm. So I think that's what I'm in the process of trying to figure out Hmm. the good, healthy rhythm so that I don't get to the place of desperation. Oh, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. Yep. Totally makes sense. Yeah. But I'm so thankful that I have taken them in moments of desperation because I don't know I don't know where I'd be if I hadn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) just hitting a wall or something right yeah or finding your escape in something else Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly which is completely the opposite way you want to be going right unhealthy yeah and we all have those things oh heck yeah oh yeah whatever we're drawn to like weather apps That's when I'm feeling desperate. Weather app isn't usually what I'm turning to, but yeah, we all have our things. I will read books, or some people binge Netflix, or. But still, that's not quieting your soul because you're still having an input, right? Because he because he did differentiate between the idea of so there's solitude and just getting away and allowing your heart rate and your brain to calm down and just by reading. Mm-hmm. And then there's like solitude with silence. Yep. Where it's you're yep. alone, mm-hmm. you have no phone, you have no books. Yeah. And it's just you mm-hmm. and the Lord. Yeah. And that happens best for me on long walks in the woods. Do you bring something with you? I mean like something to write with? No. You just Mm-mm. you just walk. Mm-hmm. See, okay. So here's the problem with that for me. Mm-hmm. I want I want I want to have a uh, um, record of it. Thank you. Yeah, you want to be able to go back and look and I read. D- yeah, yeah. I do. So you return from the walk and you, you know, journal nope. on. That's fine. Or take it with you. I Put it in your you. back pocket. Thank you for saying Sit on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on a rock and write. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's one right way. All I'm saying is for me, like, that movement and action. Is your thing. Yeah. Yeah, because at the beginning of the walk, it's like a literal journey physically of what's happening inside me because like at the beginning i mean there's sixteen thousand thoughts and feelings and all the things and and then somewhere along the way i realized like they're done Mm. and it just got quiet yeah that's what he talked about he talked and and that i think runners probably experience this like people who run really long distance like experience the like they're just thinking about running and then they hit this wall and like Mm -hmm. all it is is just running the pain and the movement or something. I don't know. <laughs> Trust me, I haven't been there. Um, but yeah, no, it just like hit this place where it's just like, oh, okay. And then it just keep, I just keep going beyond that. So what would you tell someone who, cause I'm, I'm picturing someone who's just like, I can't, like, I can't sit alone. Yeah. I don't know how many people can actually do this just sitting Okay, so maybe that's what you said. I don't know. Right? Aren't there studies that show that men have much better conversations and stuff if they're in motion and active and moving rather than just like sitting and looking at someone? Fascinating. I think I've read that somewhere. Really? Yeah. Huh. 
So it's better to try to have like a conversation with your, I think this was a marriage thing. Like you're trying to have deeper conversations with your spouse and they're struggling to do it across the table. Like go, go for, for a, a walk. walk or participate in an activity or do something because they're. Oh, wow. It, they engage better when something's in motion. Heather, am I like that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a little bit true for me in some regard, which is why I walk, huh. hike. Super curious. Hmm. Yeah, and please, I do not have this all figured out. This is my. I feel like I'm at I'm at 101. I'm still in 101 level. Okay, so you walk. Yeah. What would be that? So, what would be Sarah's advice to someone who has never done this before? Well, don't bite off the whole week thing like you're saying don't just go don't try to go from zero to a hundred no that sounds terrible yeah start with start with the i would say start with your chair time and increasing the length of that and adding some like you're talking about adding some silence to that solitude mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah adding some space there when you're just like sitting and yep. then looking at like is there a way that you can do it in the middle of an ordinary day Oh, yeah, there you go. That's good. So do you have a 30-minute break at lunch mm -hmm. where you can just, like, take a walk, even if it's around the building, or <clears throat> just close the door and turn everything off and just eat in the quiet? Yeah. Like, yeah. try eating in silence. Um, do it in the car while you're driving. Hmm. That's kind of like moving because you mm -hmm. have to keep your eyes and mm -hmm. stuff engaged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. try, I don't know. Yeah, I think there are like small ways that we can incrementally increase. I don't think God's saying like, hey, I expect no, no. an hour a day from you No, the starting worst next part week, you can do Scott. about it is legal, legalize the heck out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% I think the reminder of like, oh man, what a gracious invitation he's given us. Yeah, yeah, I totally, that's really good. That's yeah, good. like he wants us in the deep end of the pool and he's just like, wants to gently draw us yeah. there Come on. some crazy people just take the plunge you know zero to 100 i i'm a little slower <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great picture i think that's most of us honestly yeah there's um there's the whole idea of your as you grow up you're formed by what informs you Mm -hmm. So like all the things around you, upbringing, parents, parenting style, where you where you grew up, the kids you played with, aunts and uncles, the things you read, all the stuff mm -hmm. forms you greatly. Mm -hmm. And then there's a point at which what forms you then informs you. Mm -hmm. Did I say that at the same time? It said, I think. No, then what? Inf yeah. Yeah. I said that. What right informs way. you forms you. And then what forms you informs you. So okay. that you. So. You have all those makeups of uh, and and things that have yep. been an input, yep, and then that's the way in which you see the world, yep, yeah, and I'm not saying that all of us have been in wrongly informed, but from the world standpoint, we've been wrongly informed at what should matter most, yeah, the things that we sure. should focus on, the things that should have our attention, and this is just one of those those uh, like I just I I grew up in a family we were just I love I, I loved my <laughs> I was always doing something mm -hmm. I was always doing something mm -hmm. I was outside I was outside late playing kick the can or chase or you know whatever yep. it was and yep. 
baseball or basketball. I mean, my parents just gave, you know, gave mm -hmm. us the opportunity to just, I mean, it was, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking about that. I'm just like, I never really stopped doing stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, even up at college. I mean, I, outside of classes, mm -hmm. I did mm -hmm. observation hours and, and then clinical hours. And probably every, you know, intramural thing that you could participate in. And it was non it was nonstop. Yeah. It was nonstop. And that's been workload and lots of things have never overwhelmed me. Yeah. Cause it's always been a part of me. Fascinating. And I'm getting, I'm getting this sense of like, and I don't want that for my, I, I, I don't want that. It's been, so, okay. It's an advantage, mm -hmm. especially with where I'm currently at and just mm -hmm. all, all the responsibilities and things. But I'm thinking about my kids Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that's not good. And it's not good because I want to make sure that I'm present for them as well. Right. Yeah. So I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> basically is, is what I'm saying. I'm there and I want to do a good job of setting a good example for them. Mm -hmm. And also like intentionally creating a space where that informs them mm -hmm. and helps shape them. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, and like, does your practice of solitude then spill into like the family practice of Sabbath or the family yeah. practice of yeah. retreat or, yep. you know what I mean? The things that you're also doing together. Yep. You said something in a sermon recently that I'm not going to quote this perfectly, but something about like when you, when it's, when you put in Scott sized oh. effort or Scott sized. Yeah. When you, when you operate, yeah, go ahead. Control power. What was it? Yeah, when you operate, when you operate in the power, so like we were talking, it was about willpower, and so when you operate in Scott power, yes, you, you will always get Scott sized results. Right, and for you, that's pretty great, right? Like that's that could carry you a long way because sure. you are wired to be able to go and to do, and you have a high output. Yeah, compared to some people, but like that's fine if you're satisfied with that. But, but we, I don't think you're satisfied with that. No, and I think I think that's the reason that you're feeling the, the drawing is because God's like, okay, all right, we, we're doing some good stuff, but I got I've got greater and more. Yeah. And that ain't happening with just <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dude. Your effervescence <laughs> you, has you, a shelf. Life. Yeah, but you are you are limited. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not to turn your own words back on you, but to yeah, turn thanks. your own words back on you. Great. But I think that that, yeah, so, so very true for all of us. And and what holds us back is, well, two things I think that I've heard us say in this conversation is carving out the space and time is really hard because life is overwhelming and busy. And so we can just feel like I don't have, I, I just like literally can't make time for that right now. Mm -hmm. And again, you're trying to do all this output through your own willpower. Right. Right. The getting away is not going to be for nothing. Yes. You know. And then the second thing is that sometimes the getting away is scary because we don't want to sit alone yeah. with ourselves yeah. and all the things. Right. Like, yeah. do I really want to detox? Do I really want all that crap? Like when you. <laughs> I want to detox. When you. Yeah. You detox and all the crap starts coming out of the, you mm -hmm. know, system and all the dark stuff and the black stuff. And do I really want to do that? Am I prepared for that? 
I think of what's on the other side of that. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm just like, I want to know what's on the other side of that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Not that I've got crap. Well, we don't know. (laughs) 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 Who knows what God's going to pull up out of there. (laughs) But that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. It's the, it's the perspective of this story is bigger than me. And so therefore I need more power than I could drum up on my own. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this story is bigger than me. Therefore I need to allow God to do whatever he's got to do in me so that I can, so I can fully walk in his purpose and his call. I think that's a very good way to end this conversation. Yeah. Hmm. Always interesting. Always something to chew on for the next few days. Isn't it great? Oh, fast. <laughs> Just love it. Just love it. All right. Good convo. See you later. See ya.